Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's queer It's movie It's night Hi Hello Welcome to Queer Movie Night I'm Deb And I'm Peyton and hey, Peyton. Hello, Deb. How are you? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, I didn't just do a whole episode with you uh, 10 minutes ago. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. This is a new day. This is a new day. A new day. <laughs> a new day. You know that song? I was oh, waiting no. for so long. Oh, no. oh, oh, I think I do know. For that a miracle to come. <laughs> <laughs> that Celine. Celine. Is Celine in the room with us right now? Oh, my God. Everyone told me to be strong. And, uh, I made it too low. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds gorgeous though i wish the listeners could see your face as you were doing yeah. your impression because really my mouth's fun. going crazy i caught yeah, it yeah. <laughs> i see a light oh it's almost blinding me i can't believe i've been touched by an angel with love that's my impression. Do you like it? You you seriously sound so good. I could listen to you all day. Me doing an impression of Celine Dion? Yeah, you sounded so good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, you know I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wait, what how, how do we get there? Oh, a new day. A new day. A new day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought for a second you were doing rent. I was thinking of without you. It sounded like without How you. could I forget? that my <laughs> my secret favorite musical but i just don't tell anyone that because it's oh rent, rent is your favorite musical secret secret <laughs> okay i have what's three your, favorite public, what's your public favorite musical <laughs> company oh i love company too Wh- yeah. which my t- i have my three favorite musicals are company the 25th annual putnam county spelling bee and oh, nice. rent and my actual favorite bee. is rent but I tell people my public answers are company and spelling bee. Yeah. Because well, people actually, are, like, make fun of me for rent. I've actually done all those shows. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. We've talked yeah. about that. Yeah. That's so funny. Wait, you did company? I knew you did spelling bee. Yeah, I did company. I was actually um, understudying all of the husbands, which was really insane. <laughs> And then the week holy, before... that's a lot of tracks to learn. And they're also similar yet different. Yeah. Um, and then the week before we opened, um, one of the husbands dropped out. So like <gasps> during tech week, I was, I was doing, so I got to play, I got to play one of the husbands, which was awesome because there's no chorus in company. So I wouldn't have gotten to go on otherwise, but yeah. Um, I was, I can't remember. Yeah. Which name. one? Um, the one that gets high that mm. the wife that gets when they smoke pot. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't remember what his name is, Harry or something. Honestly, I love that show more yeah. than Life itself, Stephen and Colbert, I still do I not remember the, the husbands' names. Yeah, I think it's Stephen Colbert in the concert version. Yeah, 
I was um, obsessed with the Raul Esparza uh, revival version. And I, because I stole the DVD of it, they, PBS did a great performances of it. Yeah. And I found it on DVD at my local library in Green, Ohio. Sorry, Green. I still have it. I never <laughs> it. Do I care about Lafey's? Fuck no. I moved. <laughs> I still watch it. I love it. It's so good. It's very, um, it's very apt that we're talking about music and musicals. Yes, um, we keep not doing this on purpose. I know. <laughs> okay. We promise this isn't scripted. It's just contrary to what you may believe. <laughs> from our from our very tight uh, dialogue, from our very tight uh, to the point <laughs> yeah. dialogue, we do we don't script these. Actually, yeah, listeners are like, uh, for the record, we never thought <laughs> what you're saying was planned or scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious <laughs> with how often both of us say, um, even just yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that alone. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, we did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We said the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you knew what I was about to say. I literally like want to put my fist in my mouth to stop myself. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I did it again. Okay. Hearts Beat Loud is what I'm going to say. Hearts Beat Loud. Is the film that we're talking about. It came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. And neither of us had seen it until now. Right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. It came. I, I remember the buzz about it was kind of an indie movie i don't know if it was even at any of the theaters around i mean it probably was at the one some somewhere around here but i did not see it when it came out um but i remember somewhere hearing that that there was a lesbian in it and i wanted to watch it playing at landmark okay yeah that makes sense um because i desperately tried to get there yeah yeah, I tried to get there to watch it um, so many times and my plans kept falling through. Uh, and so I never actually saw it. And then we were discussing uh, what to choose for the new season. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling and I realized I had never seen it, but it has like a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. And I remember it like people really loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the cast. Are you Stop. kidding me? <laughs> Nick Offerman, Tony Collette, Blythe Danner, Ted Danson. Yeah, I know. Blythe Danner is such a small part in it. I can't believe she's even in it. I know. Um, Also, Kiersey Clemens is fabulous. Sasha Lane, if anyone remembers her. She's also, I I don't know about Kiersey, but Sasha is also queer in real life. And um, yeah, Miseducation of Cameron Post, which is a movie I don't know if we've ever actually done. We haven't done. We saw it in theaters and it ruined our lives. But no, yeah. we have we have not. <laughs> I think we both like remember are vividly. so scared of watching it again that we yeah. have not done it. For I the actually, podcast. I might have watched it again since, oh but gosh. I don't remember. I mean, it is a really good. It's movie. heavy, yeah. And it's Chloe, very heavy. yeah, Grace Moritz, uh, yeah, she's my queer architect. in real life too. I didn't know that. Um, did I didn't know either, but out? apparently she wasn't out when she did the movie. No, she's and she's like, always she gay brother or something. I think what she's always driven me nuts. She's just like yeah. not my favorite actress. Same, same. Just was like scrolling Twitter maybe a few weeks back, and apparently she's been like in a relationship with a woman for like three years. 
Didn't welcome, even know. Some welcome model. to the community, annoying queen. I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I just like you, just like you for so long. <laughs> Ripper a new one on queer movie night. <laughs> Love it. Love to see it. Welcome to the alphabet. Trasher. No, she seems like a very great person. She's yeah, nice. No, no, just no, something about her fine. acting. Then I think I honestly think, and this is so rude of me, and like it probably like borderline misogynistic but when um i get myself canceled yeah where's this um, going when, <laughs> when she was in the film um hugo i think it was she, mm-hmm. i saw an interview of her saying like they really wanted a british actress for it so when i went into the audition i put on a british accent <gasps> and made them think that i was british and i was like I was like, you are so full of yourself. <laughs> also, there's no way that worked. How? <laughs> Who does she think she is? So, hell? like from from on from then on, I was like, I think she's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's annoying. Um... <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about Chloe. We're here to talk about Sasha well, Lane. Sasha Lane, I think, is like the most perfect love interest for a lesbian film ever she's oh my so, god yeah she's so she's cute so cute and sweet and like mm-hmm. ugh, she's just so great she just yeah. gives good vibes um and she's so cute in this movie um anyway um oh what i was saying this cast is like crazy stacked yeah. so i chose it um based on what i'd heard about it when it came out the cast and the rotten tomato score and we have chosen some movies without seeing them before, and it, the risk has not paid off. This was... <laughs> this <one paid> off. <laughs> Snapshots. Um, <laughs> I'm going to call it out forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one was a good risk. This was yeah. this was the best kind. I loved it. Loved it. Me too. What did you think? I loved, I loved it a lot. And I was kind of nervous because I had wanted to see it, and then... I didn't look up the Rotten Tomatoes score, but I just had not heard anything about it. I didn't know anyone who'd well, seen it. So it's an indie film. You know, it like, came yeah. out in 2018. Yeah, There's so a lot that's like, happened. So I was like, maybe it wasn't good because I haven't heard anybody talk about it or anything. But No, I, I just don't think people saw it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think people saw it. But it sucks. It's such a sweet, like, movie, and it's just so nice and positive i mean mm-hmm. love to see N- nick offerman in a dad role like yeah so he's so sweet in this uh, he's having different. a dramatic renaissance of sorts right yeah. now yeah. i don't know if you're watching last of us oh, i haven't watched it yet i really want to <gasps> i want to play i want to play the video game first and i don't have like a ps4 or 5 um what are you gonna do I don't know. Gonna wait. I love it. But I know I he mean, plays gay in it, and I want to see it. Yeah, in one episode, but it's yeah. it's not. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I love The Last of Us, which is not a unique take. A lot of us do. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, love Pedro. I think he is. Yeah, just so He's cute. Um, yeah. Bella Ramsey's great too. Also queer in real life. Yeah. Um, they are wonderful. What was I gonna say? Uh. Oh, Nick Offerman, obviously, you probably heard a lot about this episode of TV Mm, that was everybody was talking about. But I think he's just such such a good actor. And I'm we're a big Parks and Rec uh, household here. Mm -hmm. So obviously, like, who doesn't love him as Ron? Like, that's how we all most of us got to know him. 
as an actor. He uh, is he has so, so much range. Yeah. talented yeah. and has so much range and so much to offer. And it was so great to like finally be able to see that with mm-hmm. The Last of Us. It yeah. was amazing. And then I watched this movie like a couple weeks after that episode of The Last of Us. I was like, God damn it. He is good. Yeah. He is so good. I loved him in this movie. Yeah. I, I thought he was so sweet. I thought he was like just that like he was flawed, but it was obvious that he like really loves his his daughter and is trying yeah. really hard yeah. and just really loves music. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah I I love I'm it. a sucker. I'm a sucker for a, a good dad in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know you are. I bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I'm a sucker for a good mommy, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. You're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) But he was just giving good, sweet dad in this, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So the premise of the movie is uh, Nick Offerman's character, I think his name is Frank, owns this record music store which is going out of business and his daughter uh, is a med student and is about to go off to college for pre-med. And he, uh, she and him have these like jam sessions and then they write this song together, which kind of does numbers on Spotify um and then he gets this idea that he like wants to make a band with her and like you know ask her to take off some time before college and she's like no like that's not realistic I kind of sort of want to do my own thing and so, so it's it's that but she's also got like a little romance with this girl from I don't know if she's from her school or or something she's like an art student I assumed yeah but um, it's really cute. And Tony Collette is their landlord. Mm-hmm. She slash love her. interest. Slash love interest for Nick Offerman. Yeah. Um, the music in this movie is so good. It was so good. The song that they write, like I, I want to listen to it all the time. Yeah, the music was so good. Yeah. I loved all the all of the original music. Yeah. Um, it kind of like remind me a little bit of like Tegan and Sarah. I think maybe just her voice sure. or something. But yeah. Sure, but the hearts beat the hearts beat loud song is very good. Yeah, Um, I love a movie with good original music in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who done? Who who done? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, and and her mom passed away. She also has mommy issues, obviously. And her mom was also a singer songwriter person. Mm -hmm. She had a band with. Her dad, With Nick, Nick Offerman. Offerman, yeah, yeah, um, which was you know sweet in yeah. a way, like um, not that my my aunt did not die, but when my parents resurrected the Duncan Trio, which was their Southern Gospel Trio that they had with my aunt in the eighties, and then replaced mm-hmm. me or replaced her Ooh. with me, yeah, um, it felt like that. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me a little bit of that. No, she's not dead. She's very much alive and actually my coolest aunt um, <laughs> of all of my family. So, um, shout out to Darla. Um, yeah, I it that was really sweet, and I liked seeing like the flat, like him looking at pictures and stuff of when they were a band. Oh, and also they reveal at some point that she dies by like from a bike accident, and those are like 
it is horrifying to die yeah. in any way that like that's tragic or like an accident, but like a bike accident. Yeah. Ugh, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's an everyday thing. Um which which then like but then leads to that really sweet scene where um where they're oh, she I learns to call them by their yeah. by their real name Sasha where she's yeah. uh teaching um what is the daughter's name? I'm keep wanting to call Sam, her her Sam. Real name, Sam. Um when she teaches Sam how to ride a bike for the first yeah. time. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah. Um Yeah. This I I you know what? I liked this movie so much and it like hit me so so much that I kind of at the end of it was like, oh yeah, I put this on because of the queer storyline. That's how much yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That I kind of forgot. Well, I not, yeah. not forgot. I just yeah. like was like You're I forgot like, oh, that that I'm was a whole reason I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. It ended up yeah. almost like having an effect on me in more of a in a bigger way than I thought, and not because of the queer storyline. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. I like I like that it's it's a movie that could have very easily uh given the daughter a male love interest, but mm-hmm. it it but she has a female love interest, which I think is awesome. And yeah, like, it's not like obviously, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously we heard about this movie because there was a because there was a queer component to it, but it really doesn't affect the storyline in any way which like in some movies it would be a bad thing but i but this movie is obviously about the relationship between the father and daughter um and i just like that that was like a part of her world um yes. yeah like it shows how very easily and well done queer relationships could be incorporated into anything like something doesn't have to be a queer movie it doesn't have to be a queer tv show to have mm-hmm. diversity and queer characters in it. Yeah. Um, to me, that's like modern yeah. day representation. Right, right. And I'm here for it. Like, we yeah. didn't have to watch a whole scene where she's coming out to him. Like, he already knew. Exactly. He was like, you already know she's queer. Like, Yeah. He was like, you you dating any girls? Dating yeah. any boys? Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it a lot. I just keep saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, I think the re- so I watched it with Kayla, and mm-hmm. I watch them all with Kayla, um, <laughs> except for the really sad ones. And uh, we both just so many times looked over at each other and we we're like, "This is just so good." It we is. Love this movie so much. Um, it also we like uh, like the the real quick version of like why why this like kind of sat with me a little bit more too is in the moment was um. Kayla and I have a band. We've talked about it before on here. Um, And we're kind of like going through. I don't really know how to word this. Like we're kind of in a place right now where we're like how hard because we have a band and we've had a band very casually for like the last five years. Right. Obviously we do other things, you know, I do comedy and, you know, we just have, we do other things in this life. Right. And we've, we're just like, the last year or two, as we're like starting to get older, we're 31 now, we're like wanting to buy a house, want to have a kid soon. We're trying to figure out like how hard are we trying to go at this? Is this right. something we actually do want to do for a living or will it be like our side passion project forever? Right, right. Like how 
Yeah. Like how much do we want to invest in this? How much do we want to go harder? Mm -hmm. And that's like something we've been talking about a lot the last couple months. That's been like a big hot topic convo. So, and I didn't, I knew that this was like, I knew the basic about what basics about what this movie was about. Like, like a dad starting a band with his daughter, but that's literally all I knew. Yeah. But having the, like the like layer of that, he did have a band with his wife. Mm hmm back in the day and then he like kind of seems like a little sad and a little bitter or maybe yeah. like a little bit jaded and then like wants to restart it and like kind of have his shot again i don't know right. i was just during the whole movie kayla and i were like is this making you like think is this gonna be <laughs> if we don't go harder right now if we don't right. go any further are we going to be doing this with our like 18 year olds oh, in 20 years yeah, yeah. trying to like be like, no, we actually do want to do this. No, we never had our moment when we were young. So now right. we're going to do do it through you. Right. Or um, like, are we going to be like Nick Offerman where I'm still like working in the service industry and I'm yeah. going to be applying to a cheese shop when I'm middle aged? <laughs> because I don't know. This is this is all stuff that was that's just that was going on in both of our you. heads yeah, as we yeah. were watching it, which yeah. is why I was like, wow, I I I like. I can identify with so many parts of this movie and the thing that I'm forgetting that I technically would identify with the most is at the bottom of the list right now, which is right, the right. storyline. Yeah. 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 So that was just like, a it's kind of cool that like, yeah, it's kind of cool that it. like you're at the point in your life where you can identify with the daughter and the father. Isn't that funny yeah. how yeah. age works, Peyton, <laughs> how many things I watched as a teenager or even in my early twenties. And I'd be like, God, these parents suck. And now I watch it and I'm like, well, that girl didn't come home before 11. Of course she should be punished. When we watch, <laughs> she should be punished. <laughs> Very much Blocky. so identify with parents now. Like we we just finished um, Never Have I Ever. Oh, yeah. And um, the whole time I'm just like siding with the, with the mom and the parents. I'm yeah, like, yeah. she's being an idiot. She's being an idiot. <laughs> you should punish. <laughs> Melanie, you should punish. Hot ass mom, Melanie. She is hot. And never you watched it? You watched Never Have I Ever? I'm not caught. I haven't seen, watched the third season yet. Oh, uh, it's good. You like Mindy yeah. Kaling stuff? Yeah. I, I mean, really like I, it. I love Never Have I Ever. I think that's my favorite Mindy Kaling show. You watch Sex Lives fun. of College Girls? I do watch that one. Yes. Love yes. Sex Lives of College Girls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love Never times. Have I Ever um, yeah. so much. I think anyway. The only, I think the only show I haven't watched is um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. I think she did that one, too. Oh, I've never actually watched all of the Mindy Project, like, in one, like, in order. I've seen various yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, but I've never actually, like, watched it, watched it. But. I feel like, um, I feel like it might be... Like maybe didn't age very well. That's what I hear. But but I did watch it when it was on, and I watched it till the end. It's just been a while. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> what was your experience with it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think. Um, you know, I wasn't, I think I went in with like no expectations. I didn't really know what it was going to be like. Um, I, I like, 
I like we were talking about before, I thought Nick Offerman like did a really great job. It's so different from his character on Parks and Rec. Um, mm-hmm. And it's nice to see him like, you know, be vulnerable and like in touch with his feelings. Yeah. Um, I just like how much he cares about her. And like, I know, obviously, like, there's a part of it that he's like, he wants that like fame. He wants that like recognition, but he also like just wants to keep her around in his life. He's like not ready yeah. to let go of her. Um, and it's so Which, how relate- would you, you're yeah. a single dad. You already yeah. lost your wife. Like how could you not want to do that? Yeah. And it's so relatable. Like I hate change. Like even if I know it's Same. good, even if I know it's good, I hate like things changing. So like him, losing his daughter and like losing his record store that like he loves so much, like all at once, like that's so relatable. And so like, Oh, I didn't know you you felt that. I I say that sentence so much in my life. (laughs) I do not bode well with change. It's a pretty known fact about me within my family um, and friends. So I don't, I don't, I don't do well with it. It's been something that, you know, I've been working with, with my therapist because, (sighs) you know, I would rather like sit in the discomfort of my depression or whatever, because it's familiar to me than like try something different that might work because that's Isn't that funny. Change is scary. Yeah. Isn't that funny, Ping? <laughs> Why do we do that? <laughs> do it to ourselves. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. I also, um, I think it's really interesting. This like, um, this dynamic that like he kind of has this like young of heart dynamic and she sort of has this like um wise beyond her years type of thing going on where like usually the daughter would be like I don't want to go to school I want to be a rock star I think it's interesting that the dad's like you can put school off like let's try to be rock stars yeah Um, so I think that that's really fun um I I like I like the character of Sam and I think it's it's nice to see like this I don't know it's interesting to see this young character that's like yeah I like music and like it's passion of mine but it's not realistic and like I'm gonna be a doctor and that sort of thing and also I kind of relate to it in the way like I didn't have a parent pass away but my parents got divorced when I was in middle school and like she's an only child and like I I was the oldest sibling in my house and I think like when you lose one of your parents in any sort of way, it Mm -hmm. sort of feels like you have to grow up a lot faster and you have to become like the other parental person. Even though she didn't have any younger siblings to take care of, I feel like she probably felt like she had to grow up really quickly and like take care of her dad and also like make sure, think about her future more because he was probably not, he was probably distracted and like in grief and like, yeah, like he's got this like record store and everything. She's probably like, okay, well I got to figure out like, do I need to get a scholarship or do I need to do this? And and probably a lot of, yeah, probably a lot of like where she's coming from is like, 
my dad has had this record store for 10 years and it's like failing like this obviously isn't sustainable. She's like, I need to go go into a profession that is going to be sustainable and is going to make sure that I can support myself and the people that yeah. I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's hard though. That is yeah. really hard. Oh, I know. This movie gets me in so many different ways. Yeah. Really tugs at the strings. It really does. But it also like it also like while while dealing with like this this heavy stuff in this serious situation, it 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 does it does feel like a comfort type of movie. Oh yeah. Like I think it there's an but there's an optimistic Yeah, there's an optimism to to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I even like it visually. It's like mm-hmm. it's a simply shot movie. It's set in New York, or yeah. Um, where's it set? Yeah. Um, it seems like it's New York. I don't know. Or it is New York. It's a specific uh, neighborhood. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, um, I visually really like it. I feel like it's like a pretty bright movie too. There, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just had a brain fart in the middle. Oh. Of the story of my life uh kiersey clemens does identify as queer so both of the queer characters love it were portrayed by queer actors we love to see love it we love (laughs) she's so cute too a bagel (laughs) oh that was love inside At this point, we'll know if uh, at, the, at the point that this release, this episode releases, we'll know if that won Best Picture or not. I don't see how it won't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If anyone beats it, it's it's. I think it could be all white on the Western Front. <laughs> if I were voting, Elvis, baby. <laughs> can't believe I outed myself as an Elvis stan. As an Elvis stan, I yeah. can I can believe it. Just <laughs> <laughs> it, okay? I'm not saying Tom Hanks was good; he was terrible. <laughs> but I thought the movie was great, and I thought Austin Butler was a star. <laughs> I okay. keep forgetting that Ted Danson is in this movie. It's so funny. Yeah, he was great. I really liked him yeah. as the as the bar owner, as like Nick Offerman's yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, would absolutely hang out at that bar, BT Dubs. <laughs> I can't believe I have you. I remember the last time I've said the phrase BT Dubs. <laughs> you ever say that? It's, like, I don't. I never say that, but it seems like a very good for you. Thing. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's anything wrong with saying it it's just you know not not I just my remember the last time i said it and why say it now you know <laughs> it feels like a very uh ted danson bar type of thing to say you know yeah. <laughs> does it you're being so, nice uh the movie was filmed in brooklyn so maybe that's where it takes place brooklyn it in brooklyn yeah it was like a name for that i hadn't recognized like red something or red hook Red Hook. Mm-hmm. Well, literally. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, always like the same type of conversation we have for movies we really that we like both like yeah, yeah. really <laughs> like it. Um 
because there's like hard to discuss when you don't have any problems with it (laughs) yeah also it was a pretty straightforward simple movie with a simple plot which i'm always down for yeah um and then it leads to this conversation just me me and you ping-ponging saying i just really liked it yeah i do think it's funny that tony collette's character was a landlord i was like oh wow this movie's got me rooting for a landlord okay yeah problematic <laughs> the only problematic part of this movie is that it makes us root for a landlord <laughs> i also like that like the last like i don't know 15 minutes of the movie is like a concert or something i love that yeah, yeah. i love that and i love that they did a show in the record shop on the last night and i also mm-hmm. love that it was like a realistic ending where yeah. it wasn't like, wow, and then and then the president they saved the record of, store. Yeah. Yeah. Of this record record company record walked company, in and them. saved yeah. the store and signed them and now they're playing in arenas. It wasn't like it was a very realistic ending. They yeah. had an audience of like maybe 15 people. Yeah. It was just for them. And she does end up so do you think she changes her changes her major or also is still just studying medicine but performs on the side i think that one the later one i think she performs medicine but does music on the side yeah but i do love that she like music's still a part of her life yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i also love i also love when the dad makes her perform the love song and the moment oh yeah she has with a with Sasha Lane mm-hmm. is so sweet. Yeah. Just also, like all the interactions of them being like, oh my, you're like really talented. Like, yeah. It's just so cute. Yeah. I loved their scene too when they were in the bedroom and they were in bed like facing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about vulnerable things. I don't know. I really, be- I liked them as a couple a lot. They were believable. They really nice yeah, chemistry. They, they were chemistry. very believable. It really reminded me of like an innocent, relationship that like relationship Mm. that you would have at that age it like had really portrayed that very well yeah um yeah big fan to me knockout (laughs) this whole thing this whole film a knockout they knocked it out of the park they knocked it out of the park (laughs) with this film hats beat loud Um, i'm on one right now Um. Yeah. Any other moments we want to talk about? I feel like we haven't talked that long. <laughs> I know. But no, that's just a, that's just how it goes. That's how yeah. the cookie crumbles sometimes. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Heard it here I first, folks. That's just how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> BT Dubs. The way that you said that is like the Cookie Crisp commercial. Oh, I used to love Cookie Crisp when I was little, but nobody else in my family liked it, so my mom would I never didn't... buy it for me. I did not like them because I thought they were going to taste like cookies and they didn't. They just tasted like little sugary cereals. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I loved it because in theory, it was like a little cookie. I liked Oreo O's. Do you remember I loved those. And again, nobody in my family liked them. Nobody in my family liked the fun ones. Like they never liked Oreo O's. They never liked Reese's Puffs. They never liked... (laughs) The fun ones. They were like special K. <laughs> Actually, I do remember. I think my dad loved honeycomb. Yeah, yeah. Adam. And <laughs> I remember having like always having like frosted flakes, apple jacks, yeah, fruit loops, like the real classics. You know. Yeah. 
<laughs> we we didn't talk about the movie very long. So, so let's uh, talk cereal? about cereal. <laughs> what are your favorites? <laughs> well, I mean, you can say them if you want. For real, I sold. Yeah. I said mine. Yeah, no, mine was Oreos. I didn't really like cereal. Like your favorite favorite, not just like a one like a no Oreos was my favorite. That, it was like Whoa. the only it was Very like chocolatey. the only cereal. Yeah, it was like the only cereal that I like because I don't really like cereal. Really? I don't like I don't like milk, so uh, I would oh. eat it like dry. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Dry cereal. Dumb. <laughs> I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna say something else cool. Dumb, yeah. Daniel. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> damn, Kayla and I love milk. That's a thing yes. about us. I'm I gonna... like milkshakes. That's good. That's good. And that's mostly ice cream. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I, I fuck with milk. We we take down a lot of milk in this house. <laughs> Not actual I like, dairy. I though. like dairy products. I like uh I like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love all dairy products, but honestly, like straight up real milk will mess me up for a week yeah, where yeah. Kayla she has like no skim milker. Her yeah. she has an iron stomach. She can have whatever she wants and no repercussions. But if Dallas. I have a cup of like milk. I'm yeah. going to die. But so we buy like lactose free milk, but Oh, nice. Or I drink oat milk sometimes at work. <laughs> now we're talking about milk. <laughs> this is so stupid. We can end this right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right let's, rate, let's, let's end this, this movie. Okay. <laughs> um so we rate on two scales one being the vita russo test a media metric for evaluating queer representation in film it follows three rules one that the film have queer identifiable characters two that the queer characters in the film have personality traits other than being queer and three, that removing the queer characters from the film would change the plot significantly. I would say this film passes uh, all three with flying colors. Obviously, if you remove the daughter from this film, the second lead of the film would be missing completely. And it would just be about a sad man losing his music shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what, what should, should we, we rate it? We rate it on little records or mm, yeah a little heartbeat heartbeats let's do heartbeats oh I'll do heartbeats yeah yeah <laughs> six baby yeah I'm gonna give it six too <laughs> perfect movie loved it perfect film nothing don't change yeah. a thing yeah I'll definitely watch this again like yeah was, I thought it was great movie. it was yeah. it was funny it was heartfelt it was I loved the cast it there yeah. was great representation it was mm. I thought it was a it was a it was a humdinger yeah <laughs> and i think it's it's nice to have like the these film like we said before um these films where you know there can be a queer character in it and the story isn't necessarily like a queer story um it's just nice like yeah it can be done obviously you don't have to it can be done <laughs> um so yeah thank you all for listening uh we will be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode um be sure to follow us uh at queer movie night on facebook instagram and twitter you can follow me at peyton uh cody lynch on instagram and twitter me deputy bag on instagram and deborah duncan on twitter uh, and be sure uh, to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us uh, a rating or a review. 
if you're going to rate us low, let us know why so that we can uh, figure out if we're going to change it or not. I don't know. <laughs> Just, if you're going to rate us, also, if you rate us low, rethink that. <laughs> if you're gonna rate us low, actually rate us high, okay? Actually, don't do that <laughs> because Deb will be sad. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's a fun thing about me. Is like, we could have we could have like 100 nice comments and one bad one, and I will fixate on that bad one. It's a fun thing about my personality. <laughs> all right have a good one everybody bye Bye. thank you for playing arcade audio play more at arcadeaudio.net